0: David, can, you got, you got any more of that pod, man? Oh, yeah. can I want. Yeah, some gotta, more of that. <laughs> yeah, man. I just I got a I got a I need a fix. All right, that's the intro, and welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Sir. I'm your host. I love talking about movies. This is the place where I come to get my fix. You can follow the pod on whatever streaming service you're listening to, uh, etc. And follow me on Twitter at mymoviefixpod. So it is. Uh, I don't even know today's date. Let me check. Today is Sunday. Oh, it's Easter Sunday. I don't know how I forgot. Easter Sunday. Sunday, April 17th. He is risen, and I'm potting. You haven't heard me since December. That is a very long time. I'm sorry. Um, I've actually recorded like three, four episodes since December, but uh, I hate editing. I'm just... um, Yeah, my... I got a lot going on, man. My life is busy and the pod just kind of fell in between the cracks, you know? Um, Yeah. So I got two episodes I do want to drop though. One is on the Oscars. We recorded it before the Oscars about our predictions. So like, who cares? Like the Oscars was like a month ago. We didn't talk about the Will Smith slap because that didn't happen. So yeah. Yeah. And then I got another episode with my favorite movies of 2021, and it is almost halfway through 2022. So who cares? But I do. Um, long story is, I just I got wrapped up in all the potisms. You know, the how many people are listening? What's the quality like? And you know, can I keep up the the engagement and the format and the Twitters and the Instagrams and the, you know, I forgot, I lost track of why I started this in the first place. And it's just, I like talking about movies, man. I just needed an outlet to be able to say, you know, other than just some random post on Facebook that I just, I want to talk about movies. I like, I want to talk about movies for two hours. You know, I can, I just. This is my thing. This is how I get my fix. So, yeah. So going forward, the pod is going to be different. I'm going to call this season three because it's been, you know, five months since I dropped an episode. So I'm just going to start this off as season three. Um Going forward, I'm just going to drop it when I feel like, it. you know, so if you expect pods every Monday at 8 a.m., I'm sorry. I might drop this when I'm done recording tonight. It again. It's like one thirty in the morning right now. I just got back from seeing. Well, I got back from seeing Morbius like you know half an hour ago, and I feel like potting. So that's you know that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pod. I'm gonna talk about the movie I saw, so I can get this get this out into the ether. You know, so yeah, I'm just if I can get a guest, I'll have a, a good talk with a guest. We'll kind of deep dive. If I can't, probably not gonna drop an episode. Or if I see something that I want to talk about, I'm just going to get on the mic and I'm going to talk about it. So you might get episodes every week. You might get episode once a month. You'll get them when you get them. You're probably not listening anyway. I'm probably talking to myself. So who cares? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I just... So um, if you if you haven't, if you've been missing me, you know, if you feel if like, hey, where's where's the my movie fix, man? What's going on with him? Is he okay? He was... I just... I got kids, got a wife, full time job, full time side business. And, you know, with this pod, I'd have to pay somebody to edit and it's just an extra expense. It's like, why? You know, I just, so I might, I'm, I'm trying, I'm not going to drop it all together because again, this is my, my outlet. This is how I get my fix, but I'm not going to be consistent. I'm not going to always have a guest. i you know, it's just, it is what it is. So. If you, if you're still listening, I love you. More power to you. You know, I I just, I appreciate that. I'm glad that you care about my takes. You know, that's why I do it. I feel like I got the best takes in the world. That's, that's my problem. I feel like nobody has as good of takes as I do. That's why I have to do this. (laughs) It's, it's very egocentric. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible of me, but it's like, Hey, I, there are so many movie podcasts out there, but. I know I don't nobody has a consistently correct take. And obviously that means my take is the right take. So you have to agree with me 100 percent. Nobody agrees with me 100 percent. So I egocentrically have to do my own thing. I got to talk about movies so I can get the correct take out there into the world. And if you're listening, it means you think I have the right take. So congratulations. You are also correct. But yeah, thank you for listening. Um, Again, it's just me. It's. I'm at my house 1.30 in the morning, just got back from seeing uh Morbius, and I got to talk about it. So that's what this episode is going to be. I'm going to talk a bit about um what I've been watching, the recommendation, and then I'm just going to jump into the movie, you know, and then I'm going to end with a parting gift as always, and then that's going to be it. It's going to be short and sweet. That's all there going to be is to it. That's all there going to be is to it. Yeah, I'm not editing it out. I'm going to keep it in because you like it. If you're here, it's because you like listening to this for some strange reason. So, thank you for being here. Um, yeah. So, what have I been watching? Nothing. That's the problem. <laughs> I just, I, I got, I got so, I don't know. I just don't have time to watch movies like I used to have. Um, and I'm getting old now. I'm 30, 33. Will I have to live to see? Wait, what's the, what's the, uh, Wait, wait, I don't know. Tell me why. 33, will have see. Hold on. I'm going to Google that. And I'm keeping this in because why not? Coolio. Uh, Gangsta's Paradise. Oh, he was 20. Oh, my goodness. I'm so old. I remember the three. And I kept it's like thirty three doesn't sound right. Coolio was twenty three when he sang this song, and I remember it. So how old am I? I'm thirty three. Yeah, I'm thirty three now. Will I live to see thirty four? The way things is going, I don't know. Tell me why are we? If you remember that, congratulations, you're old too. So ha, take that. If you don't, then you, again, why are you listening? You probably looking at me like I'm crazy person. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, because I'm old. Um, yeah, I said I, I two kids and bedtime, and then with other stuff I do, I just be tired. So I I probably have watched something recently, but I don't remember it. I've been watching TV more because I don't know it's shorter, shorter and sweeter. I can kind of grab them, but I haven't found a TV show that just kind of hooked me. So even the TV I've been watching kind of leaves my brain because it doesn't stick. Watching a bit of um, Severance. Uh, everybody says that's just amazing and i've heard it's got the best um uh what's the season finale ever somebody told me that so i've been trying to watch it i'm two episodes in and it's it's fine it just feels like another one of those type of shows you know it doesn't it doesn't feel different enough it just it's you know quirky and crazy and dark thriller you know and It's got sci-fi element, but it's, I feel like I've seen it before, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel new and different. And so I'm sure it probably is going to be solid and, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for some sort of twist or hook or something to grab me, but I don't know, it just feels too familiar. So I'm not, I'm not just severance hasn't hooked me. I'm going to keep watching though. So hopefully it's awesome. And hopefully I get to be on the hype train that everybody else is on saying it's the best thing since sliced bread, but as of right now, Severance is just okay. It's just a, just another just another show. Um randomly, I also saw Richard Pryor live in concert. I think that was he it came out 70 something, 76, 77, something like that. Um, I was I was trying to think of some joke. He had a really funny joke in that line, nineteen seventy nine. He had a really funny joke in that uh in that special. So I just I just I was wanted to watch rewatch the whole thing. You know, Richard Pryor is Richard Pryor. Um and honestly, I didn't find it that funny. You know, I, I think the first time I watched it, you know, maybe ten years ago, I thought it was funny because it was Richard Pryor. You know, Richard Pryor is a legend in the in the comedy scene. So, you know, I just kind of, I didn't, I, I didn't really get it. But I was like, ah, but it must be funny because it's Richard Pryor. You know, but. I don't know. I'm I'm thirty three. Well I have to see lift and see thirty four the way things is going. I don't know. So I'm I'm just comfortable speaking my truth right now. And I didn't I don't know. It just wasn't funny. I I guess, you know, it was probably the groundbreaking for its time. There probably wasn't a comedian doing what he's doing and telling jokes the way he's he's telling them back then and you know that's that's why people enjoyed it so much, you know. Uh but for me it just I don't know, It, it wasn't traditional jokes you know i just i i found myself you know we don't kill car uh, they know they, their guns don't kill cars they kill niggas that i found that hilarious you know it just even back then it's like just the the audacity of making that joke is just hilarious so there's that but just the rest of the show just kind of you know i don't know who's making animal sounds and just you know telling stories that weren't necessarily just funny and I don't know seeing somebody like Dave chappelle I guess you know he's he's built on that he's took that groundwork and kind of made it to where even the the side stories are deeper and funnier and you know that kind of stuff and so it just I don't know it's maybe I'm just cynical or i don't, I don't it just i didn't just didn't find it as funny as I hoped it would because richard Pryor again is he's the he's the legend he's the goat he's the when people talk about greatest comedians of all time, it's like, it's spoken about in the Michael Jordan-esque, you know, versus Kareem's like, yeah, Kareem was Kareem. Kareem was the Michael Jordan of the era, but then Michael Jordan came along and it just kind of became Michael Jordan. So people of a certain age will never respect Michael Jordan that way because Kareem was Kareem and whoever else was whoever else before him, you know? So I just think for me and, who I am in my life right now, and just my humor. I don't know. Dave Dave Chappelle's the GOAT. Um, Louis C.K., I used to think he was the GOAT. I think some of his older specials were funnier than the new ones, but I think he's, you know, top 10 comedian. So, I don't know. Richard Pryor, live in concert. Go watch it if you haven't. It's it's a must watch for, you know, stand-up lovers. I'm, I'm a huge stand-up fan. I got a big collection of stand-up uh, comedy, so... I love stand up. So you have to watch it if you even, you know, just to, just to say you've seen it because like he, he shaped so much of what stand up comedy is these days. So watch it, uh, to, to appreciate it. But again, just, you know, me speaking on my personal opinion, it was, it was fine. It was okay, but I didn't absolutely love it. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. Now it's time to talk about what I came here to talk about. And this is the trailer. For Morbius. You need a doctor? I am a doctor. I should have died years ago. People all over the world have my disease. From here. To find a cure, we have to push the boundaries, take the risks. If you're gonna run, do it now. All right, that was from the trailer for Morbius, um, the newest, um, I guess, quasi Marvel film. It's it's Marvel in the way the um, the Venom movies and Marvel. It's like you know, brought to you by. Sort of, kind of, by Marvel. Not really. We're gonna show the Marvel flicker thing at the begin, the, the comic book flicker at the beginning, but it's but it's not really Marvel. So you know, if you don't like it, it's cool because it's not Marvel. Don't worry about it. You know, br- brought to, you know, quasi Marvel. Uh, I'm I'm not a comics person. I don't know a thing about Morbius. I don't know his backstory. I don't know none of the above. So if you're you're listening for that, I'm I apologize. I'm here because Jared Leto. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, if you, if you follow me on the socials, if you know about me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a leto stand. Um, so yeah, that's, that's why I wanted to see it. I haven't been to a theater since I saw 1917 and I got some time to myself this weekend. So I was like, you know what? I am going to break my fast going to see Morbius and I saw Morbius and so I'm going to talk about it. Um, where to begin um so i'm just gonna okay so i don't i don't want, i don't know it's so so tasty this stars jared leto matt smith and adria Arjona. i'm probably butchering her name and i apologize for that also jared harris for some reason tyrese gibson is in here and al madrigal is in here um, So yeah, um Okay, I'm just jumping into it. I'm again, you know, I, I'm an anti-spoiler person, so I'm probably gonna talk for five or so minutes pre-spoiler, so you don't have to worry about that. And then I'm gonna jump into the spoiler section. But that all that being said, I understand people that liked Venom now. That's my review of this movie. Um This was not a good movie. <laughs> this was not a good this was a terrible movie. Um it was the the script was rubbish. It was nonsense. It was garbage. It was, it was terrible. It was, I don't understand how, what's the budget for this? Um, I don't know. I assume $200 million cause everything somehow costs exactly $200 million, but I'm going to look it up so I can, I can be proper here. Uh, budget, of so 75 to $83 million. Beautiful. So much more respectable for what I got. Um, actually while I'm talking to myself, what was the budget for the original Venom movie? Um, 2018. Budget $100, 116. So it costs less than Venom. But um Yeah, not a, not a great movie. I don't understand so much of what was on the screen. Um I again it, it, I didn't read the comics, so I don't I, I'm assuming. It's pulled from the the story. is pulled directly from the comic. Uh, sorry, the comics. It feels like a a movie that was translated from a book. You know, it feels like the book has so much more detail, and the movie tries to squeeze it all in because that's what's in the book, and that's what you have to do to get to the story. That's what this feels like. Now. With all that said, I absolutely love this. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I had so much fun with this. I love this movie. I very much, I love this movie. I I understand people that liked Venom now because Venom was a hot piece of garbage. I didn't watch Venom 2, Carnage, whatever, whatever because Venom was a hot piece of garbage, but people watched it and were like, oh, it was so much fun. Yeah, this didn't make sense, that didn't make sense. But I had fun with it. I blah 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 blah. And Venom made like, you know, $150 million because people felt like that. So I ex- fully expect Morbius to do the same. Because pre um like before going to see it, everybody was just talking trash about Morbius. But again, everybody well, not again, but everybody hates Jared Leto for some reason. It's just it's fun in pop culture and film Twitter and nerddom to bash on Jared Leto because people just hate him because I guess he does weird stuff sometimes. So this is one of those things where it's like if it's a um, what's the, um, the, the the female-led Ghostbusters movie because there were the, um, I don't know, red pillars or incels or whatever you want to call them that bashed the... Um, Ghostbusters movie, before it came out, people were so, I don't know, reverse supportive of it, and they were like, oh, that's so unfair, and this is, you know, blah, 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 and, you know, those people are the worst kind of people because they bash a movie without ever seeing it because blah, 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 but those are the same people that are bashing Morbius just because they hate Jared Leto, so, you know, Film Twitter is a hot piece of garbage and, you know, nothing means anything. So be your own person and make your own opinions. But yeah, so I, I went into Morbius with very low expectations because everybody's been bashing on it. So, you know, I didn't I didn't expect the peak of films so and maybe that added to my enjoyment to it uh, of it. But yeah, so th- this was a mess. You know, the the I'm, I'm not going into spoilers, but things happened because. The books, you know, I'm, I'm going to refer to the comics as a book because I don't care. The things happen because the book says they're supposed to happen. You can feel just them rushing. You, this, when you talk about um, the, the the Spider-Man movies, because there is, you know, the three, the, the three series, the Tobey Maguire, the uh, Andrew Garfield, and then the new one, everybody kind of rolls their eyes at the thought of the intro movie because, you know, you gotta see Uncle Ben die every time, even though you know what's gonna happen, blah, 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 blah. So this is basically the the first movie in the Spider Man series because everything is just a setup. Everything, this whole, you know, two hour movie is just a setup so audiences know who Morbius is. You know, Dr. Michael Morbius. It's Everything was rushed. It was super. The script obviously wasn't taken with a whole lot of care. It's like we're just gonna we're just gonna crush this out. We're just gonna make this and throw it in theaters so people know who Morbius is. So that way, when we make another movie with Doctor Morbius in it, it's cool because people know who he is. That's all this movie was because the the plot was utter nonsense. It didn't you know. It's just it's it's just an intro film stretched out so people can you know, get their eyes on the character. And you know what, for what it was, I had fun. <laughs> like there's not to speak on, you know, so, so basically the, the, the basic general premise of the movie, just, you know, you have to even know this much going in. It's, um, Jared Leto is the titular Dr. Michael Morbius. Um, basically he, uh, mixes, he, he's got a, he's got a disease from birth is causing uh, blood issues and he tries to heal himself with the blood of a bat and, you know, chaos ensues because of that. You know, it's, it's something you've heard before. If you've seen any comic book movie, you know, this is how people get the superpowers because they try to heal themselves with gamma rays or whatever, and boom, superpowers are born. So again, this is nothing new. It just, and I don't, not knowing the comic book, I don't know why Jared Leto was cast in this movie because it just seems so the, the tone of the movie itself seems to try to be venomy at times, tries, it tries to be silly, you know, but the actual character of Dr. Morbius is a little, I don't know, darker and a little, I don't know. It's just the tone was really all over the map and like, uh, I don't like Tyrese Gibson is like an FBI. Not FBI. He's not even FBI. He's just so I don't know, what is he? You know, because he's investigating boats offshore and also like downtown killings. It's like what he's just he's just police officer. <laughs> you know, he's just he's just detective. <laughs> you know, whatever whatever badge he has to have to be the guy. He's just he's the only detective in town, you know, so that that's what he is. And Al Madrigal is like his partner, but like Tyrese is trying to be a cop in CSI, you know, serious face, take off the glasses. Yeah! I can't, I can't talk. Yeah! You know, oh yeah! I'm losing my voice, but yeah, he he's like, he's that sort of vibe, a CSI kind of cop. And then Al Madrigal, like everything, he's like, he's in here to be the, um, the, the what's the word i'm looking for the, the humorous you know the um i don't know i'm i'm, I'm not good with words who cares the he, he's here to be funny you know the comic relief that's what i'm trying to figure out um he's like he, he doesn't his tone is just so weird everything out of his mouth is trying to be i understand he's a comedian but like why why would you even so? Like I said again, if if that's the tone of the comic books, fine. But this movie is so—it's like one version of the movie was filmed, but it was a little too serious, so they tried to punch it up with jokes. And it's like you can't punch up a serious movie with jokes because it's just a serious tone or whatever. And then jokey joking, then a serious tone. So I don't know. It just the tone did not work for me. But the all the when it stopped, when, when the movie stops caring about the plot and just starts being what is happening, it is awesome. It's just so fun to watch. And uh, so I, I'm uh, I'm not a video game person. I, I've only played. Well, I've, I played like three, you know, four or five video games. But what I what I've really played is two games, uh, Prototype and Prototype 2. I bought Prototype on PS3, if I'm not mistaken. And then uh, Prototype 2 came out on PS4. And when I got my PS4, I rebought Prototype because I loved it so much. And I, I played and beat both. And just like when I came back, I, I was never a Call of Duty or NBA Jam or whatever. But just when I got... I wanted to chill, I went and played Prototype and Prototype Two because those were my games. And when the PS Five came out, I'm playing Prototype and Prototype Two. You know, digit, bought them digitally. I, no, I played that on PS Four Pro, but I, I know I bought the game three times on three separate systems because that's what I liked. You know, I know what I like, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, go into new games. It's like if I if I got 40 minutes to decompress or whatever, and I want to play a video game, I'm just I don't want to do something new and maybe like it maybe don't and get you know a little bit into the story i just want to go into a familiar world have fun so i say that to say like when you're in prototype there's like a a double jump type thing where when the character moves you see like a little like a little flicker shadow or whatever behind them um kind of like in um x-men 2 or x-men 3 whichever x-men was it with a Oh I forgot the, the the X-Men character's name the little you know mousy mutant looking person that could disappear and reappear in a different place like when he disappeared he had that little you know dust or whatever behind him when he like or whatever when he disappeared and reappeared um Mm, I forgot the character's name in X-Men, but you know what I'm talking about. The blue guy kind of looked like a devil when he he would disappear and reappear. But yeah, so it's just like that. When he disappears, you got that little flicker of duster, whatever you're leaving behind. But basically Morbius moves just like that. Like the prototype character, when he's, when he jumps really far, you see the like tail flickering behind him. So because I'm a big prototype fan, that also worked for me Just seeing that in like live action was awesome. And the fight, fighting in the movie was awesome. And it's like, I'm just, it's so silly, but I had so much fun, you know? So that, that's my review of, um, Morbius. It's very not, don't watch it for the plot, but you're going to have a lot of fun. If you enjoyed Venom for some reason, I don't understand why, but you're probably going to like this movie and you're going to love it. Cause I did. I very much took it. So yeah that is my pre-spoiler review of morbius if you've seen it and you want to dive into the wTfs and stick with me if you haven't go see it I definitely recommend it you know I know i'm a I'm a little biased because I'm a, a little head but I dug it I very much enjoy again if you if you're listening to me talk you know what to expect when you go see it so Go do that, and then afterwards, come back for the spoiler section, starting now. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! All right, we are now in spoilers for Morbius. Um, what? (laughs) Like, I didn't... The tone was... uh, What? So you're watching the movie... The like they're they're in the um, little hospital for I guess everybody in the hospital has the same disease. It's a special it's like I guess it's the only hospital in the world for people with this particular blood disease and they have to get blood transfusions three times a day. It's very serious. And then you see them a little bit older and they walk, you know, they're w- doing a, a crowds, you know, scene where they're just walking in the middle of a crowd and they're making silly jokes and it's like you know oh you're you know is she gonna be your girlfriend and oh it's just like i guess they're trying to establish that these two are friends from way way back and they've stayed friends their whole life but those that scene did not fit in this movie i'm sorry it just didn't make any the the tone is off and that's how i feel every time al Madrigal walks into a room he's just he's trying to tell a joke he's trying to be funny and it's like you're looking at Thirty dead bodies drained of blood. Why 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 is he here making funny, funny jokes? And it just I don't know. It just didn't make any sense whatsoever. And speaking of tone, so the movie's been going for what, twenty minutes? It's it's completely breezed through him going to get the bats, which I guess, you know, the I thought that was going to be like, you know, we leading up to that, but no, it's just something that happened in the middle of the movie. And he just kind of speaks, oh no, I just got back from my trip to Costa Rica. And it's like, okay, so that you, you showed us the scene at the beginning, just so we know how he got the bats, I guess. Okay. But yeah, so the movie has been going for all of 20 minutes. He, he, he injects himself They they're on this ship. He injects himself with the blood. And then it just becomes like a, a horror movie. It becomes, um, I don't know, uh, Event Horizon. It becomes, um, I'm trying to think, Alien. Any any movie where people are trapped and they get picked off one by one in a, in a confined space or whatever. That's that's what this movie becomes. It's just you're, people you have never met, you know, people you... Like the the crew of the ship. I guess there are eight 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 crew members that end up getting killed by him, but I have no idea who any of these people are. I don't know their names. It's like I don't the only reason we're watching these people is we know that they're about to die. So it's like the the camera's following them around slowly and they're looking left and they're looking right. And it's like, I don't care. I don't know this guy's name. I I know nothing about him. I know he's about to die though, and ten seconds later, he gets killed by Morbius. You know, so it's like the that that scene was really. Weird. I don't care. Like, why are we in a random, a boat kill? You know, a boat suspense movie because I don't know. The, the tone is just. You can do that in a lot of different. In like in a Marvel movie, it'll just be real light and fluffy, and you know, whatever, whatever. But this is just the the tone. It was like a entirely different movie. It really took me out. Didn't make any sense. I didn't know what kind of movie I was watching, but and then he wakes up right after that scene and it's basically the Captain America scene after he gets injected with the poison where all of a sudden he goes from super skinny to super buff. I thought that was actually pretty cool. You know, sexy little. I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah. Um yeah, it just and then the the script it's just like it's just jumping just so we can get to the end of the movie when he has superpowers and you know, that's that's all this movie is. It just wants you to get to that point, you know. Um he he wakes up, you know, um, he then he jumps off the ship because, you know, he's, he's trying to, I guess, save her, rescue her while he figures out what the hell is going on with him. So he goes um back to his office, I guess, I guess because nobody knew he was supposed to be gone. Just the the time, the time scale of what's going on here is weird because I guess I don't know if she was in, a you know, a coma for like a day or like two weeks because I guess obviously they had time to move her there. And during that time, the police never went to Dr. Morbius's office to ask him any questions or find out where he was. And so the day she wakes up is the day they decide to go. He's just found out that, you know, the blood, the artificial blood works less, you know, less time or whatever. So he, he takes the artificial blood. The clock starts counting down from like six hours or whatever. He goes upstairs, tosses the bag of blood for some reason, and then the wind gets all windy for some reason. I don't, I still don't quite, I guess he just, I don't know. I I guess it was trying to set up the fact that he can, you know, control or, you know, be all windy with the wind. But why that happened with Tyrese, I don't just, I don't know. That didn't mesh well. It's just bad writing. But so from that scene, it jump cuts to him in an orange jumpsuit at the jail. So I don't know if you've ever been to jail, but that shit takes time. And he like just even being um, I don't know, arraigned or whatever, to be charged with something, that takes time. So jump cut from him on the top of the the building to him in an orange jumpsuit. When did how long it took to get there, changing his clothes, all that kind of stuff. And you know, I assume it's been Movie logic wise, four hours, because he's starting to get the, I need the blood. You know, his, his face is changing. So I'm like, OK, well, I guess in the span of four hours, he suddenly went from the top of the building, you know, got charged with the murder. They took his clothes, checked him in during all that time. The police never questioned whatever. And then finally, you know, times are really about to run out. His face is getting all angry and I need the blood. I need the blood and then you know that very weird humor whatever it's like yeah oh i got the you know triple blessed you know holy water whatever and then they barely ask him any questions and then just leave him to be charged with murder with no evidence no admission of guilt no nothing but whatever and then that scene cuts to nighttime when um uh, miles not miles um what's what's the um i forgot his name already um was well Lucian but it's I don't know that's how much I don't care what, whatever his nickname was my I'm gonna call him miles um so that it jumps from the interview room to him at the end or I mean at, at nighttime, getting visited by him being pretending to be his lawyer so and he still hasn't turned into an evil monster which happens at six hours so in the span of six hours it went from him being on a roof to him getting arrested arraigned changed clothes and being nighttime and he and he went you know in the end of the room he was like about to be angry blood you know his face was changing and then when he went to the back to the jail he was i don't know just time doesn't make any goddamn sense time doesn't make any sense and it's just that was frustrating watching this movie because why you know it's just that's this that's just the kind of thing that gets polished up with two lines of script, you know, just, you know, uh, and then they, they continue to give him his blood transfusions. Cause that's, and like at the beginning of the movie, he was getting, he had to get blood transfusions three times a day. So we know throughout his life, he's beginning blood transfusion three times a day to give him in his blood, whatever he needs. So if he's a super, you know, super duper vampire or whatever, can't he just continue to get blood transfusions, you know, but instead of, you know, taking bad blood out, just get him hooked up to the machine and just give him three injections of blood a day? Isn't Wouldn't that just solve the issue? You know, I don't I don't know. So none of that makes any sense. And the end of the movie, the love interest, you know, she's super in love with him for some reason. I guess he's, you know, super smart and clever or whatever. And that's perfectly fine throughout the movie. And then he's a vampire person. She's just down, you know. and. You know, I I don't know. It kind of worked for me because she's super beautiful. But then at the end of the movie, you know, all, like basically they twilighted themselves, and for whatever reason, when she was kissing him, she bit his lip and made him bleed, and then licked his blood. And I'm like, well, obviously she's gonna become a super vampire or whatever. Now he's basically just Dracula now. So you know, at the end of the movie, he fights the bad guy, kills his brother, whatever, and then she wakes up obviously. And you know, I don't know this. The, the plot, just not great, okay? But I just had so much fun watching the fights and him flying on the wind and, you know, him talking to the bats. That's the best Batman scene that isn't Batman, okay? He's got two separate scenes where he's just getting surrounded by bats and bats are all over him. That's better than what happened in Batman. I haven't seen the new Batman, but I just watched Batman Begins not too long ago. Same deal. Morbius is basically just better Batman. He's super brains- He's super smart. He's got all the bat skills. He's he's a better Batman. So, you know, this is Marvel, so it's not DC. But I wish there was some sort of connection meetup where Batman could fight Morbius, because Morbius is definitely a better Batman than Batman. But yeah, anyway, that's it. I enjoyed it. This movie was not best. I'm at 36 minutes, but I thought it was going to be a 15-minute episode. So I just, I don't know. I could talk about this for a while. It was... It's very silly and I can't wait till it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Cause I'm definitely going to watch it again because this is, I don't know. This, this to me is what everybody said, um, Venom was. Cause I don't know. Not, not a, not a good movie on paper, but very enjoyable to watch. And I can't wait to watch it again. So yeah, that is my review of Morbius. Thank you guys very much for listening. Follow me on Twitter. Subscribe to the pod. Um, you know, you can follow me all the places that, you know, if you're listening to this, whatever, um, whatever format or not, whatever format, wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, you can subscribe to the show, do that and continue listening. So that way, when I put out my random sporadic episodes, two in the morning, I'll know people are listening that's what keeps me going. And I know you guys love my take. So follow me at my movie fix pod on Twitter. Email me, mindmoviefixpodcast at gmail.com. And now, as always, it is time for my parting gift. i need some parting gift music. Boom, 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 boom parting gift. Boom, 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 parting gift. Boom, 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 parting gift. And now it's time for my parting gift. <laughs> um, my parting gift is very simple. It was something I avoided saying last night. It's not, it's not really a parting gift. I'm cheating. But I'm giving you knowledge right now. Jared Leto, the Jared Leto from this movie and from many other movies is Jared Leto star, not star, lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars. You're welcome. OK, I'm pretty sure I said that on the spot before, but I'm saying it again now because it blew me away when I found out. I was actually at work. I was talking about, you know, thinking about going to see this. And I talked to a, a, one of my coworkers, and I was telling him about how I had no idea Jared Leto was the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars. And he was like, really? So I'm not the only one out there, folks. And. This is the first movie I've seen in the theater since I found out that Jared Leto was the lead singer of Thirty Second Mars. When I listened to to Mars, I don't know, not if not daily, weekly for sure, because the albums, his music slaps. Okay, big fan, big fan of Thirty Seconds to Mars, and I, I really wasn't like I don't know, it was like a just a high school thing where I've heard of them. And then once I found out Jared Leto was the um, – shout out to um, Not Your Father's Movies if you're listening this far. Go listen to them as well. But, yeah, uh, I think Vito over there told me. And from there, it made me actually go back and listen more. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this band is awesome, and Jared Leto is awesome. And that's when I became the Jared Leto stand that I am today. So, I know I'm cheating, but if you did not know that Jared Leto was the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars, him, him and his brothers in the band, now you know. That's my parting gift to you. Enjoy that knowledge. Take it with you out there into the world and share it with others. Thank you guys for listening. It's 40-minute pod. I'm going to sleep. Have a good night. I just got my fix. <laughs>